Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast you never knew you needed, Agony Island. Remember, all submissions come from our listeners and can be occasionally of an adult nature. So if you're easily offended, maybe carry on to a podcast about making jam or something instead. So let's join Stephen and Stefan on another jaunt as they discuss what's happened this week before they set the world to rights for one lucky contributor. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another lovely episode. Well, maybe an episode, maybe a podcast. I don't know what you call these things. It's another week on Agony Island. I am Stephen Petty. Joining me here, looking resplendent in the top, which makes him look like he's in the dance studio, is Mr. Stephen Hall. Hello, Stephen. Hello, hello. Um, I'm dressed for the gym, you see. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've got to be honest with you, the guns are on show. Yeah, I'm literally, I'm wearing a tank top. It's like a weird tank top hoodie thing. It but is. I thought, right, if I'm ready, I will actually go to the gym after this. That is good. I've been out. I've got me jet washer. Oh, nice. So, off the back of that PlayStation game you were telling us about before, in a previous episode, you've gone out and got yourself a jet washer. I've actually got a jet washer, which has been sat in the garage, and this weekend, I'm going to jet wash. So, you've gone from the gaming world to real life yeah. jet washing. Fantastic. Yeah. You, know, you know what, right? Maybe that's what I did with my career. Maybe, you know, because I, <laughs> I did used to play um, theme hospital a lot when I was a kid. So and now you're a doctor. Now I'm a doctor. <laughs> I think this is really good. Maybe that's what it is. And funny, yeah. I used to play Leisure Suit Larry. Wow. The less said about that, the better, because you definitely haven't based your career off that, because you're not a career pervert. Do you know what it is? I played that once in the mid. Do you know the best game I ever played? I was at a mate's house, and he had it on the ZX Spectrum, was Trapdoor, the right. game of the TV show. And what you had to do was, you had to worry a giant chicken to drop an egg on the trapdoor, and then the trap door would open, which would flow the egg into a frying pan. Right. And we spent about three hours trying to scare this chicken to do that. Is that the kids' TV show? Don't open that trap yeah, door. Yeah, that's one. Because there's something down Burk. there. Oh, no. Hello. Hello, it's him downstairs. Oh, no. Yeah. That, that was a memory unlocked. My God. That, yeah. The I computer can't... game was amazing. I must have watched that as a very young band, but yeah. somehow yeah. that song didn't. It's still in it, my it was, brain. It's one of them shows that was re anything made with plasticine gets reshored time and time again. Yeah. Ooh, there's going to be a new Wallace and Gromit um, next Christmas. Is there? Yeah. Ooh. Can't wait for that. They are very good. Like I have to be honest with you, I do enjoy watching them. Um, I, I anything with plasticine, bit of morph, bit of morph. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that wasn't that like the art one? Am I thinking? Yeah, it was on yeah. Um, Tony Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. And he started oh. on morph. He started uh -huh. on Morph, and then Morph got his own show. Right, okay, fair. Yeah, right. I'm so old that Trumpton and Chigley were the ones for me. Yeah, you've lost us there. I have vague memories of repeats of the other ones, but yeah, I don't know what that is. I had I had a pitch meeting. I had a pitch meeting with the BBC, right? Mm -hmm. um, and well, it was three different meetings that I had, and I had this idea, and it's still, I'm still doing it. It's basically two sitcoms entwined in a world, right? And right. it's in the same the same town type of thing. And I had this guy sitting there, this guy, and then I had the lady, one of the ladies from the BBC, who's very high up. And they're going, "Wow, yeah, so it's 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 in its own universe. So this is a big thing at the moment. This was a, this was a year or so ago. They're like, yeah, universe building's really big at the moment. I was going, you do realise you did it on children's telly in the nineteen seventies on the BBC, and they're like, what do you mean? I went, Trumpton and Chigley. 
were in the same same place. And they went, oh, I went, yeah, it's down you. Mm-hmm. And the book just kind of looked at us going, oh, I should have shut up about that bit. I looked really clever there. And now I just went, yeah, it's down you. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of like one of those moments where you go, yeah, should have kept quiet. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes with you and with me, to be fair. Yeah. We we start talking and we should stop at a point, but we don't. We just keep going and just completely undo the good that we said at the beginning of the sentence. I know. Yeah, I know. I have, I have that effect. So what's your week been like then? Yeah, it's been a pretty boring week for me, to be honest. I haven't got that much to talk about in regards to me this week. Nothing exciting's happened. Um, I've basically just been going to work, going to the gym, reading the usual. But um, this is going out two days before Valentine's Day. Do you do Valentine's Day? Oh, I'm not big on it, but mm. we have to acknowledge it actually exists. Right? Yeah. <laughs> as much as I don't want to. Um, I've never been very successful when it comes to sort of Valentine's Days. It's mm. always like some random drama happening to us. But um, other than that, it's also really annoying because you can't really get a restaurant booked unless you're book it really well in advance and I'm really not that well organised um, you kind of get booked in to do any activities or do anything that you actually want to do um, yeah it's quite annoying and then if you do manage to get booked into anywhere it's going to be absolutely rammed so you might not even enjoy your experience it's not exactly romantic when you're in an overbooked restaurant and all the tables are so close that you can hear the conversation of about two or three tables around you and these many tables which are practically on top of your table will have couples in different stages of their relationship. You could have people that have been together 50 years and they're there just talking about their cats or arguing about who hasn't done the tidying up this week. Or you could have younger couples who are there eating each other's faces and you don't want to hear those noises when you're having your dinner and then you can probably smell the burps of everyone on the table next year oh no maybe that's just the cynic in me what about you do you do valentine's day no we don't we don't anymore um and i'm gonna be honest with you we used to we get each other flowers and stuff like that all year round i see that's good because that means you're doing nice stuff for each other all the time without having to be forced to do it because it's valentine's day if, if there's an argument and i brought flowers if i'd had an argument and we had a fight and i brought flowers in then that would be waving a red rag at the ball that's the one rule is we don't buy gifts to apologize like that yeah the apology should be good enough yeah. So we don't we don't really I mean to be honest with you, anniversaries are more like we go more all in. Yeah, exactly. And, um, well that's that's a sentimental date though, that's specific yeah. to you guys. Whereas February the fourteenth, not really much like I've got bad, bad, bad memories of these anyway. I mean, when I was younger, I managed to get dumped on Valentine's Day as well. So that's No, all. you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did, yeah. Let me tell you this little sad story of my life. So I was at medical school, right? And I was with this guy and it wasn't really working out so well, right? And um, we'd had a meal, right? I'd made dinner, right? And he was there. We'd had some wine, we'd had some dinner. And um, we then went into my bedroom and it wasn't anything naughty in the bedroom. We were literally just watching TV. And um, then I hear a voice. And um, I kind of forgot he was in the room because he's quite a small person and kind of got lost in the bedding. Um, but anyway, he turns around and he goes, um, I don't think this is really working for me. And I'm like, right, I hope you mean 
the bedding that you've managed to get lost in because yeah i agree that's also not working for you let me move some of these pillows for you and then he just started pattering on and you know whatever the usual sort of like eh, it's not really working blah blah, blah. and it probably wasn't to be fair but i feel yeah. There's better times to have this conversation. And Valentine's Day. I feel Valentine's Day is not the day to have this conversation because I was planning to have it anyway at some point. But yeah. um, but we kind of stayed friends for a little while afterwards and we do still speak every now and then. And yeah. I do remember bringing this up and every now and then I used to just take the piss out of him and I just go, well, you're not exactly... A, like whenever we used to get into relationships or date again, I'd be going, be careful. Remember, you're not a romantic. You managed to break up with someone on Valentine's Day. And all he could say to that was, well, would you rather have just carried it on? You know? Oh. And I'm just like, no. Like... I, again, was also thinking that this wasn't going to work, but you were like, no, nope, yes. I'm just going to do it now. Rip the bandage off. Whatever came into his head just came out of his mouth. He was just one of them people. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? Fine, whatever. You were wanker. And thankfully, I'm not with that person because that would have been a slight nightmare. Well, it would, do you know, this is the thing. These things happen for a reason, but at the same time, they've kind of depth charged that day for you forever now. Yeah, you're right. I imagine it's going to take a few good Valentine's days before I could like it again. Some people really see it as a big holiday, right? Like, for yeah. example, do you celebrate Pancake Day? No. No, exactly. It's a, it's a religious holiday. A lot of people get into it. For me, it's just like, woohoo, the one night I'm allowed to legally have pancakes and not be looked down on for having them is tea, right? Yeah, to be fair, I do like a crepe. So that's all pancake clear really means to me, having a good crepe. Um, I think that's the same with you as well. That's that. Well, that day is. That's what. That's what that day is. Was his maybe mum, who's kind of religious, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's for her. That's the start of you know start of Lent. That's what that means. Yeah, still, yeah, of course, yeah, I, yeah. I who's really religious? Uh, oh, she's so religious. Oh, I tell you honestly, um, the biggest thing I did to upset her was uh, teach a kid a joke. Uh, Harry, who's who's old enough now, I can name him because he's a grown up now. Um, I, I I basically made a joke and goes, what's this? And you put one hand under the other and go, whoa, 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 whoa. it's Jesus with a marble, right? Because of the stigmata. So the, yeah. Right. right. The, thing, the thing was, why have you got a face? You can't cut this. It's happened, right? The thing <laughs> is, right, I did that as a joke and he went and told his mom and the amount of grief I got at family news. Right? The thing, the thing was, though, my dad, my dad was going, you shouldn't have done that. But he was laughing at the same time. I feel bad about it now because that's somebody's belief. Right? That's, and it, you know, I, I look back on these things now and go, yeah, I was I was a dick. As I've got older now, I understand that it takes many different people to make this world up. And oh, absolutely. there are times that I've made jokes about things where I look back now and go, yeah, I was uneducated and I didn't think of other people. And I know that I've grown as a person. I can, I can mm-hmm. genuinely say in the last 15 years, I've really, well, last 20 years probably, I've really grown and developed myself as a person. And 99% of that's been down to Becky saying, you know, this is who you are. Yeah. Are you happy with who you are? Look at who you are. Look at, I know the person you are, but does does the way you act reflect the person who you are? And I was like, ah, yeah. And it's kind of, it's one of them things I've went and looked back at now. And I am happier. Although I do have those horrible, I sent you that meme the other day, that person just cringing in bed going, yeah, me remembering something I said 15 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you, if you were alive in the 90s oh. or the 80s and, like, 
you, you probably, you know, you've been exposed to jokes or found things funny that you absolutely wouldn't these days. Oh, completely. Look at some of the old comedies and stuff. Like, you know, you just wouldn't, you just wouldn't say it nowadays. A good example of that is probably Dinner Ladies, actually. You know, it's um, Victoria Wood, late 90s. Um, and it's quite a light comedy, really. And um, I used to watch that as a teenager, and there's quite a bit of, like, um, homophobic language in that, um, which mustn't have been very good for me growing up, you know, as a secret homosexual. That sounds like a channel for sure, that. A secret homosexual. Yeah, homosexual. Secret homosexual. This secret homosexual is going to invade your workplace. One of, just... these, one of these people is gay. Can you guess which one it is? It kind of sounds like the secret boss, though, doesn't it? You know, where they are undercover boss, like secret homosexual. They're just going I'll to be your watching, I've been watching Queer Eye, and all I can think of is um, mm. Jonathan Van Ness basically shaving his beard and protein off and pretending to be something called Dave. Hello, I'm Dave. <laughs> I'm, hello, I'm Dave. And then at the end, they all come together, <laughs> right? And then the secret homosexual sort of like reveals themselves. And this then is Jonathan. <laughs> and, and then starts yeah, going, I didn't like how you were dressed. Or it could be like the traitors, the secret homosexual, and they've got to work out who it is around the round table every night. Um, <laughs> I think we've got a bit off topic there. <laughs> but anyway, back to Valentine's Day, right? Which, well, I've got to be honest, is a day of... I, I feel bad that you were you, you were dumped on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, it's not a nice, it's not a nice thing. Eh? Yeah, no, no, it's good. It's good that we're not together anymore. I mean, better things have come along. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's particularly nice to him. I mean, afterwards, um, after we broke up, you know, I mentioned about like I did a bit of a thing about him getting lost in the bed because he was quite small. Well, I said that to him after we broke up. I actually compared him to a losing a remote in the bed when you're watching the telly. Wow. Yeah. That's what with I only slept with you to tell you you were shit in bed. Somebody actually said that I only slept with you to tell you you were shit in bed, and I said I only slept with you to prove it. Um, that's really weird. Like, why would you do that to each other? I just don't get that at all. Is this some sort of like straight behaviour? I don't know about. I don't. No, tell us about it. I just I go, yeah. Well, yeah. I just slept with you to prove it. Yeah. I'm mm. like, no, that wasn't the response I should have gave. Anyway, Valentine's Day. I don't plan on doing anything this year. I was talking to one of my friends, right? And I was like, um, oh, what are you up to for um what what are you up to for Valentine's Day? And he's like, Oh, you know, I'm I'm really ill. Um I've actually been spending it like in bed all day. So oh. I've been spending it all day with my boyfriend. And I was like, Oh, oh, like and my friend hasn't mentioned a boyfriend yet. So I was just like, Oh, you've bagged a man since the last time I spoke to you. Like how long has it been since I spoke to you? I know being an adult is hard to keep up with your other adult yeah, friends, but this yeah. is kind of ridiculous. And he said, um, he went, he just laughed and just said, I'm joking. It's just, it's just my pillow. And I went, oh God, you've been in bed all day with your pillow. I bet you can snap that in half now. He didn't really see the funny side of this cum joke. I mean, cum jokes, it's, um, they're below the belt, aren't they? It, well, it depends where you Uh, Oh Oh, my lord Oh my lord (sighs) I think in some circles That's how people say hello No no this is just too vile Um, Let's move on Um, Didn't you send me a picture recently Of you having some sort of like red facial Oh yeah yeah I went and bought some uh, moisturiser Because I've got really bad dry skin You should be moisturising anyway We can talk about this off air as no, to no, what no, you need sorry. to do. Because I took after you've been badgering us, 
Yeah. Uh, I took I took one of my daughters and I went to the pound shop. I went, right, get us what I need to get. And they went, no, oh, no, not in here. No. So then they took us in the boots and mm-hmm. made us spend some money on getting the proper stuff. Mm-hmm. But I did get some face masks from the pound shop. Right. So, um, and uh, so she put it, she put that on, but she's also been plaiting me beard. Right. Oh, isn't that what they used to do for Vikings and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Honestly, we are got you need a burial at sea, my friend. That's going to happen. I've already said berries in Killy Lake and just put us in a canoe, I'll shoot an arrow into the canoe, burn us in Killy Lake. Oh, well, I better get some archery lessons in then because my aim <laughs> is absolutely shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, your face mask that you had didn't half look like blood. It did, didn't it? It did. it did. I did. I was thinking of that scene from Saltburn, and if you oh, haven't seen Saltburn, well, it was um, it was it was mm-hmm. red. It was was it red pomegranate or something like that? Oh, it was Megan. Honestly, nah. It looked, it looked like it'd been your missus' time of the month. Right. Oh, so, right. Okay. Too much. <laughs> Too much. Shame on you. Right, <laughs> Stephen Harm. I have now cancelled you. <laughs> This is the thing we should have on the podcast where it's the cancelled bin. The which cancelled is when you go bin. in and you have to spend five minutes in time out because you've been cancelled. Because <laughs> that's just filthy. Um, yeah. Oh, dear. I'm going to say hello, by the way, to uh, Mr. John Eiley, who's a regular listener to the show. Mm. Who, um, what I love is, first thing on the Monday morning, I know that the, uh, the episode's being released because he will reply to one of the questions on the show. Interestingly, though... That you don't know it's been released until one of the listeners point no, out it comes, to it. No, so it, it if anyone's listening and, and wonders who does the editing and publishes the episode. Yeah, every week it's you. <laughs> we know every week it's you. <laughs> yeah, I would let I would let far too much slide. Yeah, I mean to be honest with you, if you get to hear a joke about a dodo, then that means he hasn't done his job properly on this week's episode. So ladies and gentlemen. We're here to try and pick apart your problems and help you. Mm-hmm. So, this week, Stephen, it's your turn. It is. And so, I've picked a romance question. Oof. Because it is Valentine's Day. And it comes from Anonymous. Hi, fellas. I've been chatting to a guy for a few months. We get on really well, and he seems like a really nice guy. We video called and exchange multiple pictures. Seeing a message pop up on his phone makes my face light up. I smile from ear to ear. He wants to meet up, in brackets, finally, but he lives two hours and 20 minutes from me, driving. And he doesn't drive. To make the situation harder, he lives with his parents, so I can't visit him at his home. He also lives in a village with almost non-existent public transport. He has asked me to drive to his village, pick him up, take him to my house, and then drop him off again. This would be over nine hours of driving, which is a bit much for a bit of hide the sausage. But I do really like this guy, so how can I make this work? From Anonymous. Oh, this is a modern day problem, isn't it? Find a travel lodge nearby. Um, yeah, I guess that would work, I think. Have we solved this problem in, like, the quickest time we've ever done? I mean, are you seeing the person or is it just a booty call? It sounds like... So the way that he's described it, right? Mm. I think it's a he. Is, um, 
that they've been chatting for months and it looks like they've met like online on social media or something like say, that or a dating pro- you profile. You can do a range on your Tinder profile, can't you? Yeah, you can, you can. Um, and so it looks like he's found someone and he looks like he lives miles away from him. And they've been video chatting, they've been talking, they get on like a house on fire, right? Uh-huh. And clearly they want to meet up. They want to test this the sexual tension clearly of it all and see if they've got mm. any sexual chemistry. Does he drive two hours, 20 minutes to this guy, pick him up, drive two hours, 20 minutes back to his house, have a bit of rumpity-pumpy, and then drive him back and then if drive back again? that didn't work out, that is a long drive home. <laughs> that, oh, God, yeah, imagine that. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine you, oh God, that could that be so That is a awkward. long drive home. But that is a really long drive home. Imagine you have any problems with sort of like, you well, know. Well, we don't need to go into the problems. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> out of that listing. No, I know, I know you were, I know where you were, right? But here's the thing, right? <laughs> I like to think of it as like the film Jaws. When you didn't Maybe see the firework the shark, goes off a bit quick. When something. you didn't see the shark, it was far more frightening. Uh, when it was in your imagination that the actual things happened. Me and you were talking about this. Anybody can put themselves, any sexuality can now put themselves in that situation and go, imagine if that was me, Mm -hmm. and their worst sexual fear will go off in their head. You see? Yeah, face dice lolly. It's an intrigue. Personally, right, that is, one, change your sentence so you're not going as far. Yeah. Because that, that, you know, look, I... Yeah, long but we di- don't know how they've met. This well, could have been Instagram. Because long have- distance relationships work. Me and me and Becky started seeing each other, got back together while mm. she was still living in America. And that was yeah. before you had webcams that work really well. I could imagine a relationship with you working really well long distance, because then you don't have to put up with you as much. Ladies and gentlemen, I present you Stephen <laughs> bitch of the week comments. <laughs> Been missing the last couple of episodes, but he's out for You know what it was? Honestly, you had to get creative. You had to get creative, and it was nice because we wrote letters to each other, and you know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant I had to get creative with my bitch comments. No, no, that's fine. No, 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 no. No creativity needed. No, you managed to just roll them ones out. Not a problem, Stephen. You are there. I can rely on you to high in that comment when it's needed. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. But yeah, that sounds nice though. Writing letters to each other. I didn't yeah. know you could write. Man, yeah, I'm I'm quite verbose when I get started. Didn't know you could read. Um, uh... <laughs> you, you've used up your goodness, mate. There was there was, there was so much venom in that last one, right? <laughs> These ones now. These are just afterthoughts. You don't need it. It's the one. It's the one on the spur of the moment. That's yeah. that's the one. I want. Yeah, sorry. I'm just, I'm just clearly, I've activated bitch mode. Um, fair. I mean, that sounds nice. I mean, or, or maybe they met like gaming or something, because that's a thing now, maybe isn't it? You're like, yeah. Well, you know, there's also a thing about coming half, meeting halfway. Meet me halfway. Well, yeah, why not? I, not right. I, I live in this little village. Right, okay, mm. hang on a second. Unless it's like in the prisoner, there must be a bus out of there. There must be a major town or something nearby. Yeah, there must be. Like York say, or let's somewhere. be there. Yeah, let's let's get a hotel. Let's meet there. Yeah. And then he's got a bus there. So then if anything bad happens, like, you know, 
feast ice lolly or, you know, oh. failure to launch or something. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that happens and you have a really bad time and it's really awkward and there's just no sexual chemistry there and or you have no chemistry face to face which can happen yeah, it can happen. at least then you can just leave yeah you can leave and it, you, can, you can get the bus back yeah and you don't have to drive them all the way back mm-hmm. I tell you what I'm thinking as well was this person thinking going I know I'm going to be that good I may never go home Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you must be very good if you if you think you're just going to get it on once and um, never leave someone's house because they'll want to keep you. Uh, but mm. my concern as well is if you are that person and you're wanting to be picked up and dropped off, you're putting a lot of faith in someone that you've never actually met before. Like they could literally ditch you somewhere, or in the worst case scenario, like yeah, or the worst mm, that. Chain cu- handcuff you to a radiator or something. Well, no, I'm, I'm the worst case scenario. Jeffrey Dahmer could eat you. Mm. Well, I, let's be honest with you. You know, sorry, I just watched that just before Christmas. That, oh. That's that's the worst case scenario. Horrible. There, you go on a oh, date yeah. with somebody, and then they turn out to be like, the next thing you know, you're in somebody's pat lunch. And now you're trying to put people off dating altogether. I mean, no, I'm, not, all- I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Right. Which is why, no, generally. You should always meet on some open ground. Nice. Especially if they're meeting for the right. You can meet somebody and talk to somebody online, right? And then Sounded. you go to actually meet them. Mm-hmm. And by crazy, they could be on another's. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know, that's not the way to use, but I'm talking nutter in love. <laughs> Bunny boiler. Nutter. Nutter. Okay, lovely. Nutter. Well, I've got nutter. Not, not in a. Anyway, um, oh, oh you... <laughs> there you go, the penny drop. Uh, <laughs> um, no, always drop your pin as well. Like, drop your location to a friend. That's always what I always say. Yeah. When I used to go on dates, right? I used mm. to drop my location to my friend, and I used to go, "Here's my location. This is where I'm at. This is the person's mm. name. This is the person's um car registration in case I go missing, so the police know where to look." Um, so. That's always always a helpful thing to do before a date. Yeah, I've made sure my breath smells good. I've got my shoes polished. I've got me clean underpants on. Maybe Mm -hmm. done a bit of manscaping. Oh, Mm -hmm. and by the way, in case this turns out to be my death, here's the details (laughs) of how to get revenge. In case I die, here's the details of the guy so you can go and exact revenge. Bizarrely enough, uh, funny you should mention this, but there's been an upsurge. um, I'm trying to remember where I was reading this. I was in. I was on um, again. Read, I didn't know you could read. Oh, behave! It was in the. Uh, it was in the Guardian newspaper. Oh, oh Jesus oh. Christ! Yeah, it's no, a bit I, for you. No, it was when I was at work. It was when I was doing the radio the other day. I was flicking through the papers. Uh, there's been an upsurge in um, people who have been using official government um, files to check up on people. So, a la the police or, you know, civil service, where they've been checking up on somebody when they're going on a date with them. Wow. So they work there, and then they check up on them. They basically use the the software that the police would use, mm. or, you know, other, other gun and bodies. To yeah, check but how do they have access to this like. stuff? How do they have access to this? Well, that's the company they work in. Wow. You might end up sacked. And with a criminal record doing that, that is a massive breach of confidentiality. It is, it is, but apparently 
the number of people who've been caught and done has gone through the roof. Well, good. So there should be. It means these companies are taking it seriously and they're able to check their employees better if it's going up. Because I can't imagine um, the amount of people doing this is increasing, but I imagine the software to catch people out is getting better. Definitely. It's just, it's it's worrying. I mean, to be honest with you, I was a like, bloody hell, you know. But what are we actually answering on that question? I'm saying that blog didn't put your search sentence too hard. And to be honest with you, if that was me, I would not be doing that. Yeah, okay, fine. If you're just wanting a hookup, right, you're putting your search settings too far, especially as he did say hide the sausage um, as a description of what they were wanting to do. And yeah, get a get a hotel and just sort of meet in the middle. There's got to be somewhere you can meet, honestly. You know? Well, make, yeah, you know, make it realistic. Mm-hmm. Make but it realistic. You've both, both got to put the effort in. You kind of just have one of yours turning up, doing all the driving. It's not okay. Right? Yeah. You haven't been married for 30 years, right? Yeah. You cannot be dependent on someone you've never met before like that. So meet up in the middle, get it on, see how it works, and only get it on if you feel like you want to. Consent is sexy. And for God's sake, guys, be careful if you're meeting these people. Check that they're a real person first and let people know where you're going I think, we, I think we've answered that question correctly. I agree. We've answered that question well and thoroughly. Um, just be safe, people. So, let's move on to Becky's question. It might be Valentine's related. And our question today is, is it okay to lie on an online dating profile? So, as you've just heard the question there, we're talking about faking, faking dating. Like faking bacon, to be honest, I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> turkey bacon. Oh, no, I like turkey bacon. I'll go with that. So, what do you think? Do we tell the truth or do you stretch the truth? No, I, I always try to be honest, right? I once did an advert in the in the paper. I did the Lonely Hearts column, right? Oh, yeah, I remember and my, my first My first swab of this was Fat Bloke Seeks Fake Bird for Fun Times. The Evening Chronicle changed it to Sad man seeks fitness instructor to change life. Not a joke. Not a joke, right? Wow. I mean, you could have just used the yellow pages if that's what you're after. A fitness instructor. I know, I know, I know. It was a, it was a, but the thing was, right? It was, it was genuinely, I thought, right, I'm going to be totally honest Hmm. and put that in. I'm going to be totally honest, put me advert in. And this is back when you had to ring up and the woman would take your information. Yeah. And then you would get a box number where any post would be sent to you. Mm-hmm. That's how old I am, kids. Right? The thing is, though, the, the next time I did it, because I tried it when I was I was single again. I tried it again. Um, And uh, that, this is one where you had to put a phone line on. Right. All automated at this point. And mm-hmm. the thing is, though, you put your lonely heart on, but then they ask you a series of questions because they make money by having the other person stay on the end of the line. Right. So it's like, and I, I was, I was pissed when I did it. I was lonely. It was, it was, you know, half past one in the morning. I rang up and it wasn't like, I wasn't like Professor Steph at this point. I'd had a couple of years in and they ask you the questions and I give the worst answer to these questions and I couldn't delete them. They were right? So, um, I was like, what's your favorite movie? And I went, Jaws, because it is my favorite movie. And I was like, 
why why is it your favorite movie and i was like i don't know i like big rubber sharks right <laughs> oh kinky but i actually had a deal with somebody who said i like big rubber sharks as well oh dear yeah i don't I'll... that could be a completely different story couldn't it i ended up i ended up with 12 dates off the back of that thing they were horrible horrible dates horrible horrible dates um <laughs> oh, oh. Jesus that's, where I met, that's where i met the racist nursery nurse Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that story. Um, so, the point is, is, is it okay to lie well, on your on your profile? Well, I don't think it is. That's why I've tried to be honest. Mm. I've always tried to be honest. Yeah. And I've, now, the one thing I keep seeing is people, where they do it with Tinder um, and these other dating websites, because you get all the stuff comes up on your little Facebook pages where people have you seen this profile? And it's um, there'll be a picture of three people, and you gotta try and guess which one it is. Is the one? On oh the yeah, yeah, I remember them. I'm not on Tinder or anything anymore. Tinder like, are actually advertising on TV now. Are what, they? What's very interesting is a, da- a dating profile, which has been used purely as a hookup app, is now advertising itself as going. We're not just here for hookups, <laughs> but we are. And they've got, um, the advert goes, it all starts with a spark, right? And it's like, hey, maybe you just want to meet for fun. But also, so much more than fun can happen. And a number of times at a gig where I've met people where they're a couple and they've met on Tinder. Um, I'm not sure what you've been using Tinder for, but I think most people use it for um, dating, don't they? Yeah. Anyway, um, I think it's weird when people start lying on it because if you're dating or wanting to date someone that you've met on tinder and you've said on there that you're a rocket scientist and that you you know you take home like um a six-figure salary and you drive like a, a porsche and whatever else you know like a couple of dates in that's going to come out so what's the point in lying you need to be truthful and honest because if you're looking to yeah. date you're looking to spend time with these people and if you're starting off your dating experience and your relationship with lies that's that's never going to turn out right is it and then it can also be bad as well if you're omitting information because you know you're ashamed of it that's not good either i know it's 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 giving you half it's giving you half the info it is. It is. I want to know everything before I get in there. I want to know, honestly. Literally. Honestly, literally, literally. I want your credit score. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe you should get a job on a friend with somebody who's in the police force who can mm. check all this stuff out for you. Yeah. No, 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 we're not doing that. We're not encouraging that. It's wrong, it's wrong, and it's illegal, so let's let's get off that one. Um, but what I would say, though, which would be quite useful for people who will be dating, imagine there was a website where you could literally get on and get all this information, like, um, you know, if they got, like, a, their DBS and credit score and, you know, um, GCSE results and things like that. I mean, you'd have to be, inter- you'd have to be careful what you're going to give, because then there'd probably be a lot more fraud. Bizarrely, when you mentioned this, right, so uh, one of the elves this year, who I was working with because I've, I've worked and I can say this because I've worked in uh, numerous different places with mm. lots of pe- different people who have been elves right yeah and this was a, an elf who was uh, in the 30s right and the comment was made it was I said oh yeah and they said well, what what credentials have you got to have to be Santa and I said oh well I've got to get this and I've got to get a DBS check you know and all that mm. went, God, 
goes, I wish you could do that on a date and just say, like, can I see your DVS before I let you around me kids? Now, that hit me two points. One, that is a dark conversation to have with somebody. Mm. And two, Chris, I, if you've got kids, I, I mean, I did not I did not introduce uh, uh, Hannah mm. to anybody until I was, like, pretty sure about them. Even then, I made a mistake and found out they were complete swain afterwards. Yeah. I mean... There are some laws in place, if you look them up, where you can look up people's history when you're getting into a relationship on them around domestic abuse and stuff like that. So there yeah. are some improvements around that in the law. But yeah, um, she does make a good point, though, bringing random people into your, into your life. You don't really know them that well until you've known them for a while. So yeah, it can be scary. And you have to be careful. If you date someone right who works in like a nursery or as like as you said worked as santa mm. or you know you know fine well they've got a, a clean dbs and you're just like exactly. brilliant perfect so that could be one of the things to look out for when i am a dating profile i i have a story as well from um dating from years ago so I was once talking to a guy right mm. and um oh, this is years ago right and this is like when the filters and stuff were just sort of coming in mm. and then we did a video call and he was using like some weird like filter on his face to mm. try and hide who he was and i was like what is that and he's like and then he just started laughing because he thought he was going to get away with it and i'm like absolutely not i've had um i've had friends say they've turned up at people's houses and it's not been the same person um <laughs> And and I've known and I know people right who will go and because they're that polite they'll not say anything and just do the deed. And oh my the, god! No, yeah, no, yeah. How can you do that? If you have a look, like there's a there's a drag queen right called Trixie Mattel, and she's talking about it with um Katya, this other drag queen, and she says like she goes there, she's gone to these places and she's just done it because she wants to be polite and doesn't want to say you don't look anything like your pictures. That's um, not okay. It's absolutely not. At the end of the day, like you don't owe anyone sex or anything mm. else. Your body is your body. Don't just be giving it away because you promised it on an account earlier. Like, no, it's not how things work. Consent is sexy and please have the confidence to say no if you're not feeling it. I think this may be the first time mm. we've ever agreed on a Becky's question. It is. It is. And we are saying, don't fucking don't lie. lie. Don't lie. Because it'll come out in the wash. They're going to find out eventually, so don't lie. Just you don't. You set yourself up to be in a shit sitcom. Yeah, you are. You are. Just don't bother. Don't, don't fucking lie. That is the rule of the podcast. Don't set yourself up like you're in a shit sitcom. <laughs> don't do something where if you were watching the me going, why did they do that? Yeah. If your relationship or your dating is a drama, then there's something wrong. I pretended I was disabled because my leg went to sleep at the cinema. Um, right. I'm quite interested where this synaptic misfires come from. Right. Did you? Is that is that so you could use the disabled toilets? Just don't pull the emergency alarm like I did. No, 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 no. I took all the kids to the kids club. Mm. The only space that was available was a wheelchair one. Right. So I put kids on the chair, lifted mm -hmm. the arm up, and had three of them there, and I sat on the floor. The only problem was my leg had gone to sleep. Mm -hmm. And when I stood up, I fell over. Mm -hmm. And suddenly went, the disabled man's fallen over. And I didn't want to just explain and say, no, I'm really unfit. <laughs> That's what <laughs> happened. And um, 
and uh, I uh, I basically limped out the cinema. Wow. To which to which Hannah was going, Dad, why are you limping really loudly? I'm going, shut up. Oh, yeah, k- kids will drop you in it. Kids will drop you in it. Like, they're ab- yeah, they're absolutely honest. Again, you cannot lie around kids because they will absolutely just tell the truth as well. So, yeah, don't tell don't tell lies in your dating profile. Don't tell lies around your kids because they will just out you. So, there you go. <laughs> and if you don't want to be outed by your kids, follow that advice. <laughs> that's another week on the uh, the island, all compa- compacted in together. Mm-hmm. It is. The coconuts are calling. Yeah. The trees are waving. Mm-hmm. And another sunset on Agony Island. And we'd like to see what your image of Agony Island is. If you would like to draw us a picture, maybe on the back of a toilet roll, send it to us. Yeah, please do. We've had AI tell us what it thinks our um, <laughs> island looks like. Yeah, you look really good, man. Just look like a really buff Santa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was kind of true around Christmas, though, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, I keep putting up like different um, AI pictures just to see if people notice every time I release an episode. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there we go. Another week. If you want to get in touch, uh, agonypod at gmail.com. That's it. That's one. Send them over. Uh, we've got a couple of juicy ones in the tank so far. We do. We've got some questions to go. Please keep sending them in so we can yeah. just keep doing the podcast. Or send them over on our socials. That's the other way of doing it. I appreciate it. And I shall speak to you later. Have a lovely, lovely week until we meet again. I'm trying out new catchphrases at the end of the ACC. Until we meet again. Until we meet again. Back until we meet again on the island. You love doing that bit. You you put my Marks and Spencer's voice on. Oh, yeah, meet Marks and Spencer's voice. I think I developed that when I worked in call centres when I was at uni. And also, I think it's Academy Radio voice as well. This isn't any, this isn't any feast lolly. And <laughs> <laughs> on that, ladies and gentlemen, bye! Goodbye! Enjoy these couple of outtakes. And um, the first one is quite funny, out of context. But if you get it out and start waving it in my face, then we've got a problem. Sounds like some clubs. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've had one or two of those nights out. <coughs> get all your coughs and farts and burps out while we're having a break. <laughs> yeah. All done, all done and done. All done and done. That's you good for another six weeks. <laughs> my check better be in the mail, Am. You've been listening to Agony Island. The show will return next week, but always feel free to dive into past episodes and like and subscribe and tell your friends what they're missing out on. If you want, you can send your problems or any other correspondence to agonypod at gmail.com. Maybe they can witter on about your email next time. <laughs> <laughs>